Hi, this is Bethany, and welcome to Stone Soup, the show with a little bit of everything. Hi guys, so I realize it's been a couple weeks again. Sorry about that, but I was actually gone last week, and it was a little bit difficult to do my podcast. Um, I couldn't really do it on the road, so that's why that happened, and um, actually I can't remember if it's been... If I missed one week or two weeks, but anyway, sorry about that. Um, Life, you know, took over again. So I got a part-time job. Um, I officially started yesterday, though I did. um, It's a nanny job. And so I'm watching a five-year-old and a 18-month-old. And it's fun. The uh, five-year-old is quite the character. He says lots of funny things. So, um... I might be telling you guys about some of those things. And he's also really, really smart. So um, I'll definitely have some stories about him. But uh, anyway, so it's a part-time nannying job, two days a week. I uh, did watch them on Sunday. Um, well, the parents went out for a while, but my first official day was yesterday. So, um, yeah, so that's been going on. And um, so what I've been reading... Um, I don't even remember what I talked about last time. So I think I finished all the books I was talking about last time. Um, except for Station Eleven because I still I have to like reborrow it and finish it because I still have like a hundred and something pages left. But um, right now I just finished Today Is Everyone Hanging Out Without Me and Other Concerns by Mindy Kaling. And uh, I did it on audio, and it's actually her reading it, which is fantastic. Um, it was hilarious. Naturally, I laughed out loud. Uh, do be aware that there is some language, so just, you know, if you have kids around and stuff like that. And mature themes, I would say. So just um, probably listen to it with headphones or just be aware that that's uh, in there. So, But it is really, really funny. Um, I just started a, another audiobook today called Esperanza Rising, and I got that, um, suggestion from the podcast I listened to, What Should I Read Next? Um, because I now have a list of about a hundred books from there <laughs> that I need to read, so I found this one. It's also, they suggested doing it on audio, because I guess it's really good, and I just finished the first chapter, and it is good so far. Um, There's some Spanish in it, which is really um, cool. And the narrator speaks um, Spanish really, really well. So I'm sure it's like her first language or something, but it's pretty good. I think it's supposed to be for like um, maybe middle grade or so um, age, but obviously I enjoy it. any, I mean, I don't think there should be, like, an age limit on what books you should read. You just read whatever you enjoy. So, um, I was also listening to one called um, The Magnificent Maya Tibbs on audio that was um, also middle grade. That It was pretty good. Um, I didn't finish it just because, I don't know, I was, I mean, it was, it was good, but I would like to listen to it Um at some point with, like, a kid around because I think the kid would appreciate it a lot more than I did, even though I thought it was good. And the lady did the voices, and it was pretty funny. But 
it's it's more about like being in in a like elementary school age. So um, I think they would enjoy it more. Um, I'm also reading Fried Green Tomatoes at the Whistle Stop Cafe, and that's I'm actually reading like the paperback version, not listening to it. So um, I borrowed that from the our library, and I am. Let's see. I have it right here. So I am a hundred and um eighteen pages in. So um yeah, it's really good. There's some one liners that are just like zingers basically. Pretty funny. Um I think it's like about yeah, it looks like about four hundred pages long. So I've got quite a bit to go, so I'm I have to go to the library later and renew it. Also, my dog chewed off the corner of it, so I'm going to have to uh, probably pay some, pay a fee for that. But um, anyway, it's pretty good, and um, I've been watching. I still am, like, slowly making my way through Friends. Um, I mean, I, I, I watch other stuff. It's not like I binge it, really, just when I need something kind of that I don't have to um, really think about or pay attention too much then I just put on friends and um I'm in the second season somewhere but I've never watched it all the way through I've seen like various episodes but um anyway I'm still going through that uh the second season of a show called Anne with an E which is an adaptation of Anne of Green Gables um just came out so I started the second season a couple days ago and let me just say, it's nothing like the book. It really, as far as I can tell, doesn't follow the book at all, except for, like, the characters' names and stuff. Um, it, uh, it's, it's still pretty interesting. Like, it has an interesting plot and storyline and stuff. It just, if you're looking for a show that's close to the book, then you're gonna be disappointed, but... If you are looking for that and you've never seen the PBS Megan Follows version from the 80s, I highly, highly, highly recommend it because it's amazing. Um, also, there's a YouTube um, adaptation. I think it's called Green Gables Fables. And that's really, really good. It's like those. I don't know if you guys have ever seen like the Lizzie Bennet Diaries or any of those like vlog style um adaptations of books but um it's kind of like that it's really good the girl who does Anne is is excellent and she's so over the top <laughs> which obviously Anne is so but I mean I'm not saying don't watch the show just be aware that it's not like the the book whereas the the PBS version is like word for word like the book so at least the Anne of Green Gables part. Not so much the Anne of Avonlea, but the Anne of Green Gables part is pretty much word for word. Um, so that's pretty interesting. Um, and let's see. Oh, yeah. So the week I was away, um, my friend had contacted me a while back and said um, that she had an idea. And for my birthday last year, she and our other friend went um, to, like, this Christian worship event, and up in New York, and I wasn't able to because they, I was moving to Florida around that time, and so, um, 
I, she said, if you can get yourself to my house, which her house is in New Jersey, then I'll drive you to New York. We'll pick up our other friend and we'll go to the concert all together. And I'll pay, we'll, she and I will pay your hotel and your um, ticket. So I thought that was really, really nice. So um, not this past weekend, but the it was June... 27th is when I left. I got on the Greyhound bus by myself, which is something I have never done before. I took a train to her house one time, but this was actually, I think, a little bit more nerve-wracking. Um, so I took the Greyhound by myself up to New up to Philadelphia. She picked me up, her and her dad, in Philadelphia. I stayed at her house, and Thursday morning the 28th, we left to go to New York to pick up our other friend, and then we headed up to the Lake George area, where our hotel was, and it was about 25 minutes or so from where the concert was going to be, so um, so we had so much fun. Um, it was called Worship in the Adirondacks, and this is the third year that they've done it. There was a bunch of artists, and some um, known ones, some lesser known ones, and it was literally like 12 hours long. Like, <laughs> um, uh, Friday, we got there at 11 and we didn't leave 11 in the morning. The concert didn't start till like 1, but they were letting people in at 11, so we got there. And it, the, we didn't leave until like 11 or 11.30 that night, um. We got to see some really fun bands for King and Country was there. Um, and We Are Messengers, they were really good. Unspoken. I don't know if you guys know any of these, but look them up. They're really good. Um, and then Saturday, we got there a little bit later. Uh, we wanted to sleep in. And it was like, one of my Pennsylvania friends was like, Oh, I would love to be in the Adirondacks with the cool Adirondack breeze. <laughs> yeah, no. It was like both days was in the 90s. We didn't have any shade. Like we had the second day we brought umbrellas to like shade our feet and our heads if we needed it. But I put on the first day I put on sunscreen every two hours and I still burned. Um... <laughs> It was just a relentless sun, um, but it was it was still good and fun. And you brought your lawn chair and you, like set it out there, and you just sat in your lawn chair. And then they had food trucks and stuff that um, we went to to get our lunch and dinner and everything, and lemonade because it was like a million degrees outside. So very important to stay hydrated. And then Saturday. We got there a little bit later, um, but we didn't miss anyone that we really knew anyways. And so um, we, I was really looking forward to seeing um, the artist Zach Williams because he has a song called Fears a Liar that really, really um, impact, has impacted me. And it's just one of my favorite songs right now. So... I, they had like a little mosh pit area you could go up if you wanted, you know, out of your seat if you wanted to be closer, which we did that for King and Country because they were 
like the headliners on Friday night. And then we, I did it for Zach Williams, and I was about three rows back from the stage. It was awesome. Um, I'll post some pictures down in the description. And then I found out he was signing, and so I went and got in line with my friends. But we waited for, like, probably 20 minutes, and then the security guard said he wasn't even going to be there for, like, 20 more minutes. And so... We were like, ah, forget that, and went and sat back down. And then after about another 20 minutes, I said, I'm going to go see, like, how the line is now. And I went and I got in line by myself. And they they actually bought me a, a shirt that says, Fear is a Liar. And um, so I put that on and waited in line, and I actually got to meet him. So that was really cool. I thanked him for the song, and I told him what it meant to me. and um, we got I got a couple pictures with him and he signed my shirt. So that was really awesome. Um and then I went back and Jeremy Camp was on. I missed maybe about half of Jeremy Camp waiting in line to meet Zach Williams, but totally worth it because I had seen Jeremy Camp before a long time ago. And uh I really wanted to meet Zach and tell him about what the song meant to me and I still got to see about half of Jeremy Camp. So we went up, we were semi-close, and we went up in the little mouse pit area, and then after a couple, maybe three songs, both decided that our feet were about to die from standing up so long, so we went and sat back down in our camp chairs. So, it was so much fun, even though we got roasted under the sun and everything, it was still an awesome weekend, we just, it was, you know... A girl's trip for us. Um, Michael stayed here in Virginia and I just went up. And it was really, really fun. So then on Sunday, we drove back and we dropped our friend off. And then me and my New Jersey friend went to my parents' house because they live in New York um, to have lunch and just to see them. Because I knew, knew my mom would really want to see me if I was in New York. So we did that and then we drove back to New Jersey on Sunday like, afternoon to evening. Um, it took us about five hours, so it wasn't bad. And we just, you know, chatted about the concert and everything the whole time. So, it was so much fun. And then I stayed over her house, um, at her house Sunday night and Monday night. And then on Tuesday, got back on the, um, Greyhound bus and came back to Virginia. So, um, oh, and, um, and Michael brought Ember to the station to pick me up, and she was so excited. I think she missed me. Spartan was excited to see me, and um, it was nice to be back home. I mean, it was a really, really fun trip, but um, nice to be with Michael again after being away for a week. Um, so that was really fun, and um, I will probably never take Greyhound again just because it is... I think more of a harrowing experience than the train. I just, I, I didn't like it. It wasn't my favorite. Um, the Wi-Fi wasn't great. It was kind of smelly and it's just nerve-wracking being alone. But it's okay. You know, I, I dealt with it, obviously. So I'm back now and um, we had a really good 4th of July. I hope you guys had a good 4th of July. We just kind of hung out at home 
and we did some grocery shopping because we had to do that. And then we went, we looked around and we found um, fireworks, um, like a place where they were doing fireworks. So we took our camp chairs and we went down there and we got to see the fireworks. And I'll post a couple pictures of that down in the description too. So um, I'd be interested to hear what you guys did for 4th of July. Um, Comment down below and uh, yeah, that'd be fun to compare notes. So that about does it for this episode. And I hope you guys had an awesome couple of weeks. A really good 4th of July. And I hope you'll join me next time when we get together for a big heaping spoonful of stone soup. <laughs>